Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Say Something Interesting. It's a follow-up podcast from East Lake Tri-Cities Church. My name is Brent. I'm the teaching pastor. And with me today is my uh, eight days, eight working days away from summer retirement. Is that no. true? Nine? Eleven. No. That can't be true. I have 11 more wake-ups. 11 more. <laughs> That's how you measure it. <laughs> That's how I measure uh, it. Before summer break. Yeah. All that to say, uh, <laughs> we all know the last two days they're watching Home Alone or something. Uh, the uh, last TV. day we're going to watch videos, but it's also only a half day. Oh, yeah. Well, there but you go. We do a project at the very end that takes most of the end of the uh, days. So. Yeah. How's things going, Megan? They're pretty good. You Right before we clicked record this podcast, <laughs> you said that your uh, knees and back no, hurt. No, not my knees and back. Your something hurt. <laughs> my legs. Your legs hurt uh-huh. uh, because you were smoking weed? <sighs> you were, was, what was that? Such a butthead. Because um, I was weeding. Oh, I was weeding. pulling weeds. I thought that was your code word for whatever else. I'm rolling my eyes. I'm trying to give you uh, uh, a complex yeah, and trying I, to paint a picture of you uh, in the eyes of our I know. audience. So here's, the, here's the thing that's going to bite you in the butt one day, Brent, <laughs> is that someone's going to believe you someday. I know. I know. And uh, I want, for the record... None of these things. Brent likes to joke. I use that uh, with a lot of air quotes around it. Right. Um, about but I give it away. My habits. I, I, I put quote, like quote marks in the air. I make funny faces when I do it. Oh, none of that transfers over for a podcast. No, it doesn't. But it's all good. Um, but yes, I was weeding. I have a couple like a couple like blank areas in my yard that are rock beds that the crabgrass has invaded, and so. Um, I was weeding those, and then my like garden space has some crabgrass getting into it too. So, tis the season. Yeah, and I it's just basically doing an extended squat for like yeah three hours. So you know my legs are so we uh we had the move this weekend. That's right, you moved on Friday, deal. right? Yeah, we moved on Friday, and the uh the old owner came over on Friday afternoon oh, as well. Okay. So I knew everybody. We had told everybody moving starts at four. Oh, okay. And Keith, uh, bless his heart, came by at like two o'clock. And he told me he's coming by at some point on Friday. Knew that. And uh, he's like, hey, I just wanted to walk you through a few things, uh, you know, about the property, which is super kind of him to be like, and we just did this with our new owner as well. Mm-hmm. Hey, that is kind of a funny thing. You got to push this. You got to look at this. Yeah, Keep yeah. an eye on this, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, for one, he takes me up into the sweltering hot attic and proceeds <laughs> to have about a 45 minute conversation with me. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I've been working. Uh-huh. Uh, like for five days straight on my knees, like yeah. so many stupid hours, just physically. Like I have a body for an office job, and I've been doing uh, not office work, so I'm I'm exhausted. And then I'm up in this sauna basically yep. for forty five uh-huh. minutes, uh, and then we go downstairs. And he, I bring this up because he like you can't can't get past like there's been some weeds that have grown up oh, in the yard yeah, uh-huh. and on the curbing and the sidewalk and the driveway uh-huh. area that we just haven't got to because we're like i don't know fixing floors and, and you're encounters like ops. moving you just don't get to so that. many yeah, other things uh-huh. yeah yeah and so as he's talking me through some of the other logistics about switching over utilities and doing this He's slowly just bending down and picking up weeds as he's talking, which is code for me to also then continue the conversation. So we spent 20 minutes talking about other things while weeding our front driveway. Knowing, me knowing, I have so many things to get done before four yes. o'clock uh-huh. and people start showing up. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, well, you know, this might happen. And we're just picking all these weeds. And I was, I was dying on the inside, like... 
I know it doesn't look great right now, Keith. I'm so yeah. sorry it has not been as meticulously <laughs> kept as yours would have been. However, and to be fair, we have so much going on won't right now. Be. Oh, it probably definitely won't and be. This is my he house like now. A, you gotta let he, it go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he had like a part-time job as a as a landscape artist. I mean, yeah. <laughs> there's no question. Like it's only downhill from here. Warn the neighbors. They've become accustomed to a per, a work of art, and they're about to get uh, kindergarten finger paints. Yeah. Is what they're about to get. So that's just reality. Uh, yeah, that's cool. But good news uh, is that we're in. Bad news yeah. is. Um, we are doing countertops, and oh. um, so when you do that, uh, your countertops are gone. When your countertops are gone, your sinks are gone. They're oh. like mounting them to the to the countertops uh-huh. as we speak, yeah. probably, because uh-huh. uh, they get installed on Thursday. Um, which means we have no kitchen faucets, sinks, <laughs> or anything on our upstairs level. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, so in order to get so a drink you, of water, is it two levels? It is too loud. That the, is, that is, it like is one, the reason we bought this house. Is it like a one-level house. house and then a basement? Yes. Okay. And the kids live in the basement. Oh, okay. And I almost will never go down there is the, <laughs> is the plan, is the hope. Uh, actually, uh, yeah, our TV and couch are down there right now. Our only TV and couch yeah, in the house Yeah, so you will be there. going so down I will there. be at this point probably <laughs> going down there, but... I don't know. It's uh, uh it's good. It's yeah. good. We we do enjoy it. It's been fun. It's been fun to watch like the habits of the neighbors mm-hmm. and when they walk and who they yeah, walk with and their dogs mm-hmm. and all that and starting to pick that out. And Kylie found her new little walk area. Nice. Like, nice. She was super bummed to leave a like the certain walk that she loved, but she found one, <laughs> which I knew that she would. The kids have found the park. Easy. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's great. Good. Life is good, man. Still busy, but very yeah, good. I'm glad. Yeah, it's exciting for you guys. Yeah, and I uh, I had thrown out the invite for you to come help move, and I you probably <laughs> got super slammed on some work uh, stuff. Two, okay, or several things uh, occurred. You know, there one, was like you there were was like, some, hey, uh, little house on the prairie that had to be watched, and it's not going to watch itself. <laughs> this and, is what happened, everyone. Yeah, Brent said as we were leaving the podcast last week, Brent goes, "We're moving on Friday," and I, in my because you know we're Brent and Megan, I said, "Oh, have fun." And <laughs> said, good luck. Let me know how it goes. And then that was, you didn't tell me when on Friday. You didn't tell me oh, like, your address. You never followed up on that either. <laughs> so I don't know how I have all of the blame in this situation. Yeah, well. Um, but I did jokingly say, oh, have fun. And then I was like, well, maybe I could. But also my sister was in town with my nephews. Oh, and so Megan, I I'm keeping notes. Them, it's fine. I don't care. Well, if we're really keeping notes, keeping who notes. helped me move a year ago, Brent Johnson? <laughs> I do think I were was legitimately <laughs> out of town on that weekend. Do you remember that? I think I was legitimately... <laughs> Somewhere That's else. not the point. The point right. is, you were also not present yeah. for that day. No, so, no. <laughs> yeah. It's if fun. we're really gonna get down to the nitty gritty here, <laughs> fair I enough. Fear, I fear zero enough. guilt. Okay, zero good. Guilt we're even. Here. Let let the podcast show <laughs> we are officially even. I have done nothing for you. You have done nothing for me, and that is how we keep it. We are baseline. We are cordial coworkers, uh, but and I don't peers, work here. And you don't even work here. <laughs> so whatever you want to call that, that's that's uh, kind of where we stand. I'm I'm fantastically fine uh, with that. So anyway, that's... Uh, did you do any, anything fun over the weekend? It was well, a my Memorial sister, Day weekend. My sister was in town Friday and Saturday, okay. so I hung out with her and my nephews on those days. 
Good. Um, and then on Sunday, I had my first ever fire in my fire pit in my backyard. Oh, that's fun. And I had a couple people over and we made s'mores. Yeah. And it was really fun. And I set up a lawn game that I love called Coob, which I think you call stick wacky yep. in- inexplicably. Yep. Um, and yeah, it was really good. It was really fun. And my fire pit is amazing. Yeah. It's like a very well built fire pit and it makes a really good fire did you build so, it or was it already there no it was already there okay. when i moved in cool. but i've never used it yeah this is the first time i've ever used it so awesome it's uh yeah tis the season for that too for sure yeah mm-hmm. uh we got to go over to the volmers on sunday afternoon they have, have a you, pool have right you've been to their backyard no i'm not friends with the volmers oh okay so um <laughs> yeah she, she did mention that that's that's good to know yeah she explicitly mentioned that. i mean i know them took time out of their but... uh, out of the way went out of the way really to point it out because uh, I was like, we're not even talking about Megan. She's like, just so you know, <laughs> Megan and I are not friends. I was like, wow, Jenny. I mean, I don't think it's rude strong. to say that. We're not friends. Okay. We are acquaintances. They <laughs> have a great backyard. They have a basketball court mm-hmm. that turns into a pickleball court. Oh, nice. And a pool. And they rent out their pool on oh. a thing called Swimly. Oh, I mean, I've like heard of that before. For them. Like yeah. a, you know, Turo for your car or Airbnb. Yeah, but uh-huh. all you want to do is rent it for a pool party. I know Margo. Um, when I went and visited Margo in Pittsburgh two years ago, she was talking to me about that because yeah. they did that, and she's like, "It feels really weird when you're doing it." I because... bet it does because you do <laughs> sort of use their house. Yeah, like to go in and change and use the bathroom because you have yeah. to have yeah. you know changing station and bathroom spot or whatever. So it is like, hey, welcome into our home, but like just like this little doorway yeah. is what you're you're able to come into. <laughs> But the pool thing is smart, right? Because yeah, uh-huh. and Steve and Jenny are like, all we want to do is pay for the chemicals, yeah. you know, all year long, just cover some of the costs and, of electricity that, and chemicals. It makes smart. That, yeah, it's I great. mean, it makes sense for sure. Right? Yeah. Um, so, anyways, but they they did not rent it out to uh, anybody this weekend because they let us use it, mm-hmm. and they invited, I don't know, seven or eight other families over, and we did family Olympics. Oh, nice. Uh, there were four events, and two members of your family had to participate in each event: <laughs> ping pong. <laughs> Uh, cornhole, mm-hmm. a pickleball, mm-hmm. and can jam. What is that? Frisbee. Got to throw it and you slam it into a can jam thing. Oh, you what's try... a can jam? I don't know. Yeah, it's, is it's it a name can? Again. Look it up. Just I don't want to oh. waste any more time. <laughs> These people don't care about this. <laughs> what you need to know is that the Volmers, uh-huh. the Johnsons, and the Snyders were all tied at the end for the top <laughs> position. We did a did playoff. You have a tie break. Oh, okay. We had to do a. We had to do a playoff. Uh-huh. And we played the Snyders in pickleball. Uh, so Ryan and Carrie Lynn. And then Ryan's my best friend. And him and I have been competitive <laughs> since eighth grade. Yeah. And me and London play pickleball oh, yeah. together. Uh-huh. And Trying to was, like tap into those tennis skills. It was. I did. I did. <laughs> Absolutely. It was violent. There were words. There was arguments over which it. sides of the court. I believe it. He stole the best paddle um, and played it with was, it all day long. And, and I predict all of the arguments were between you and Ryan. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Carolyn and Lennon were not arguing that at all. Kylie was aghast. She had to go inside the house. She could not be outside and present while Ryan and I are bickering at each other and complaining about calls and feet online and... She literally had to leave the facility. And you she goes, she, would know. she came out afterwards and was like, Brent, I was mortified, mortified I, at the two of you. I honestly <laughs> expect, would have exactly. expected nothing. None less. of these people are surprised at this. Yes. <laughs> they all went and popped popcorn and are sitting yes. courtside for the show. 
This is the experience. This is why they came. No, if you told me, if you were just like, hey, Megan, Ryan and I played pickleball together. No. Immediately, I was like, you fought the whole time, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. But then you add add his wife and my daughter into it and a fake trophy on, on and pride on the line. At one point, Ryan hit it. Hit a did a slam and yeah. hit London. Oh no! <laughs> like kind of like the uh, like the Ben Stiller uh, meet the parents thing in, in the volleyball water volleyball. If you remember that part I of the movie, I don't remember that part of the movie. Oh my gosh, it was it was fantastic. <laughs> it was so great, and it was like, geez, man, calm yeah. <laughs> down a little bit. It was great. It was so great. Uh, we uh, we blew a lead. We had a lead. We were up 10-8, playing to 15, and I think we lost 11-15. Oh, so no. it was heartbreaking, yeah. heartbreaking. And London was like, Dad, I never want to play with you and Uncle Ryan yeah. ever again. <laughs> That's fair. Ever again. <laughs> I was like, well, good. You're actually not on the team because I need to upgrade my teammates. <laughs> Clearly. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you should just wait until like Clive and Grayson strike me as two people who will be at a similar competitive level mm. to you all. At least maybe Clive. Clive maybe, not yeah. Grayson. Okay. <laughs> He's too kind. Oh, he okay. really is. He's got his mom's something in him that he'd be like, it's okay. I guys. mean, London's pretty competitive. London's very competitive. Yeah. And good at tennis. Yeah. But tennis is very different from pickleball. That's true. So, you know, it's just, she's never played, I don't know. Or yeah. if she has once or twice, you know, so... <laughs> Yep, it's good. Uh, oh, man. Life is good. <laughs> Here's what also happened. We moved on Friday. Yeah. We were working on the house literally every day because I knew the timeline was coming. Mm-hmm. And I just honestly just crappy sleep from like Wednesday to Friday of just going to sleep. You ever go to sleep and your mind is going 100 miles an hour? Mm-hmm. And you're thinking of all of the things you still need to do. Mm-hmm. And you're like, just shut it off. There's nothing you can. It's 11 o'clock at night. Just go to bed. You know what I do? I like imagine something to like lead me into a dream. And for whatever reason that like helps. Anyway, mm. I don't know that that'll help you, but yeah, that's what I do. I tried and I would just be <laughs> just really crappy sleep. And uh so anyways, so after then we moved on Friday, had everybody over, stayed late. Yeah, that was great. Everybody stayed. We had had like back patio, hanging out, eating pizza, crappy food, all kind of stuff. We grilled some tacos that were fantastic. Um, and then I woke up on Saturday and we, that was our first night in our mm-hmm. own house, in that house. And I woke up on Saturday and I felt just awful. Just like all the, if you've ever like been mm-hmm. super stressed about something and then it happens and then it's over with. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're just like, ugh, ugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happened even on our honeymoon. Like yeah. our, my first, our first day after the honeymoon, which is awful. Just, yep. you have just massive buildup Happens in your body. Happens to a lot of teachers on winter break. Just releases whatever mm-hmm. toxins yep. into your brain and you just feel like... <laughs> So we're sitting, my parents came over on Saturday, Saturday morning. We're sitting on the back patio. They're like, how'd it go last night? I'm great. And I'm just like, my head's throbbing. My head, mm-hmm. my, everything hurts, body physically. And I go, hey, mom, do you have a <laughs> Memorial Day message at all lined up uh, to speak on Sunday? Because I I have never called out really in the history of, mm-hmm. we've never really had a bunch of staff to be able to do that. Um, and so... I said, mom or dad, either one of you, but preferably mom, just because dad was here like a month and a half ago. Um, do you have a message? And she, and she's like, oh, I don't know. And my dad goes, she does. She'll have one. She'll figure it out. So he basically signed her up She for did it. amazing. She did a great job. I, I wondered if it was last minute. Um, like you, like last minute, we're like, oh shoot, I can't do it. Yeah. Um, but I figured it was because of the move. So yeah. Yeah. I did. I thought I would have more margin and more time and just 
You don't. Yeah. Moving. Moving is a lot. Sucks. Yep. It really, really sucks. Yep. I'm really glad I'm not doing it at the end of the school year this year, which our, is what I did last year. Yeah, so. Our marriage is going to survive this, I'm pretty confident. <laughs> and that is a testament because if you if your marriage is on the rocks, like don't plan a move. That is a rough time to do it. Rough. Because you're just not yourself. Yeah, you no, know? you're not. It's, uh, you're, it's high, high, high stress with a really short tor- timeline. Yeah. And yeah. And I wouldn't say I'm past it yet. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> It's we're kind of still in the throes of it, but I, yeah. I think I know what to expect a little bit. Yeah, and um, I feel less of a pressure. There's other things that still have to take place, but not as much as on my plate, mm-hmm. and so that feels better. Yeah. So it'll it'll all be fine. Um, <laughs> yep, still still happily married, but well, that's good. Yep. So, anyways, my mom spoke for me, which is yeah. fantastic. Stepped in last minute, talked a little bit about James and trials and tribulations mm-hmm. and working through those sorts of things. She had a fantastic quote uh, from Eugene Peterson. One of our, her and I uh, share a mutual admiration of of him mm-hmm. uh, and how God is a personal God. The only way to be able to understand him is through that this abstract idea that there is a God and but who knows what else is to kind of pull away from I think what God actually wants from you and. And expects of us is a a to view him as somebody who is interested in us mm-hmm. and individually in our story and our, our personhood and all that good stuff and um, yeah so and we also had a little bit of uh, if you were there in person a little bit of drama happen uh, we had a health scare in mm-hmm. the room funnel ironically enough I was in the elementary room. Uh, volunteering over there because we were shorthanded on some volunteers, and so I slept over there. So I get a text message from Brandon, one of our security, or I think he was doing slides. He was that doing day, slides or something, yeah. Saying, "Hey, don't freak out. Ambulance here. Um, <laughs> things are. Um, we're working things. We're working on things. But mm-hmm. just so you know, you know, if you mm-hmm. walk out, I just didn't want you to be surprised. Mm-hmm. I'm over there like." Hey kids, what's the what does Philip have to say to the? Yeah, <laughs> I'm reading this going. Oh my gosh! Uh, so, anyways, yeah. we got all that figured out. Yep. Everything. She's fine. Sunny's yep. great. Uh, we talked to her yesterday. Um, checked in with her, and just you know, it's that season, guys. Got to drink water. Got to yep. drink. Every time you think you drank enough water, why don't you just fill that cup yep. up a little bit uh-huh. more and drink a little bit more water? Yep. So that's definitely true. That's uh, that's where it's at. And then I got to. Uh, I was playing games with the kids. This is just a side note for me. <laughs> and uh, the, this kid won a prize. Like, what did I win? And I said, I am going to get you a snow cone after service today. And, they, and she, he freaked out. He's like, yes, I love snow cones. And there were other kids who were like, oh, come on. I really want a snow cone. And I was like, well, you know, got to play these games and win them. So then we played a few more games and I kept giving snow cones away. And then at some point, at some point, the light went on. They're like, it feels like everyone's getting one now. Am I not special? And I was like, I felt like Oprah Winfrey. You get a snow cone. You get it. Everyone gets a snow cone. Did did like kids who had been here forever not clue in? We ran out of snow cones after service. (laughs) So I'm I look like a jerk. Uh, Which. my How? Gosh. Yeah, exactly. That's the question that we had. Did we you had, not have enough syrup? We had, well, I, I mean, obviously we have unlimited supply of ice yeah. and cups. It was the syrup, but we had oh. so much syrup. I think this was the first time, uh, like, I think some of the kids snuck behind the counter oh. and decided to syrup their own ice. Got it. And uh, decided to just go, I, I won't go name hog. any names here, <laughs> uh, but we do have cameras. And... Uh, <laughs> So we have got an eye on them, and uh, I'm sure chances are some of them are related. Chances to you. are 
the parents figured this out about a half hour after they left the church to be like, how much syrup did you have in your snow cone? Brendan. Sorry. Uh, so anyways, uh, there's, uh, yeah. Note note to self, probably have an adult man the yeah, syrup yeah, distribution. Probably. Uh-huh. Um because the teens we we've typically had some high schoolers yeah. step over and do it. They tend to be a touch generous. <laughs> a touch generous. <laughs> Above and beyond service. Uh... But That's anyways, fine. what were some of the things that stood out for you? Um with the talk. Yeah. Um <laughs> back to that. Sorry. Um what were some of the things? Oh. Um I was thinking about that like um like God is a personal God. He is, he is involved in our humanity. Like he is interested in our humanity. So he wants to be in the highs and in the lows. And like, that's where he wants to be there with us. And, um, I like that part too. Um, I think one of the things, um, just a question, like how do we find joy in the trials or, um, like the quote from now I don't remember the verse, but it was from Joshua what was it from no james james yep um and i think that like that's an important part too of um like where where are the pieces that we're learning or where's the joy that we can have within that trial yeah um when those trials and tribulations do come as they will as they will um yeah how does god show up in a personal way in these and where do i see that and Mm -hmm, how do i mm -hmm. Where's my joy in this? Yeah. yeah. Or even just like choosing, like choosing to see a happy moment, even in a hard time of yeah. your life. Yeah. Or like, I, you know, I tell this to my students a lot, like we get to choose how we experience things to a certain extent. Um, and you can choose your attitude about stuff. Yeah. Even really hard stuff. Um, you can choose to have moments of joy and to see joy within it and to find silver linings or find positive things, even in something that's really difficult. Um, and so I think that kind of mindset can change how you walk through hard things. Mm -hmm. Um, it doesn't, doesn't like diminish them or make them less hard. Um, but I think it can help you cope with them or at least helps me cope with them. Um, because I, it's not all just like doom and gloom. I can see where God's working and I can see how there's light even in this really dark situation. Yeah. Um, so that's something I try and do. I had a couple people ask, was this part two of grandstanding? And I, I, you could probably, I, <laughs> she did kind of talk she tr- about she it. She tried little, really but, hard a little bit to do yeah. that, which was generous of her. <laughs> Because to find out like less than 12 hours or 24 yeah, hours uh-huh. in advance and me to try to explain the series in, in you know, over a, over coffee in the mm-hmm. morning and her not having, I don't know, maybe she went and listened to week one, but like, she's usually like, she usually listens to talks, but I don't know that she is like week of sort of thing, mm-hmm. um, would have been probably a, a huge reach for her to be able to, to make that work. So it w- it did function more as a standalone, although we kept the series logo up there just because mm-hmm. we had to, or we just did it that way. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't think, uh, if, if you're like, man, that was a weird sidestep for a grandstanding. I'm trying to figure mm-hmm. out how that fits in the series and where that fits in the conversation about it. <laughs> um, it probably doesn't. It's yeah. just a, like, hey, you attend a, a smaller church, and so yeah. sometimes we have to be a little bit flexible on, on a few things. So, yeah. anyways, I don't think we'll it get was back completely... to the conversation this week, and I'm excited. But I don't about think it was completely out of step no, either. No, I don't think so, so either. Yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely like not in a direct line from what you were talking right. about last week, but it. I don't think it was out of 
the whole spectrum of yeah. what you were talking about either. So, yep. Because you know your mom's pretty incredible. Yep. So <laughs> she's very good. Absolutely. Um, I think the other thing that I kind of um, that like clung to me a little bit was God never condemns you. Um, she talked about that a little bit, and I th- the thought I had was so why do we waste our time running around condemning other people? We do his job for him. Yeah, but but he doesn't ever do that. <laughs> right, right. We do what he thinks his our job. We would do be, what yeah. we think he should be doing, yeah. but he never does that. Yeah. So why, 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 why are mm-hmm. we so concerned? with condemning other people when that is never something God is going to do. Um, God like calls us into account by showing us our mirror, right? Like this is how you're hurting yourself or this is how your life could be better. Yeah. But he never points a finger and he never condemns us for what we are and who we are and what we do. Um, and I just was like, why do we do that? Why are we so concerned with doing that to other people? Yep. Yeah, and I think some of that too is uh, it comes down to we sometimes uh, kind of even dependent on our upbringing um, and our style of what we want for ourselves. We condemn because we think that kind of is motivating for us. That that works for me, so that must work for you. And that's not always true for other people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so some of that is just projection, I think, for mm-hmm. us. And... Uh, you know, so you've you've probably figured this out with some kids. Some kids need um, a little bit of hard le- yeah, leading. Yeah, oh, for sure. And then some. you can love kids into it, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's the whole sticks versus carrots or yep. sugar versus whatever. Yep. You know, you're, you're, you got to figure that out a little bit too. But yeah. I think God in his grace is more understanding of that and, and about what we need than we ever could be mm-hmm. of ourselves. And um, so... Grace for ourselves, grace in in how we do that with other people, yeah. and and be like, I don't know, this is what I this is what I think I would want, but you know, I I know I'm just me, so <laughs> <laughs> and I'm broken, so I'm uh, not the model character for that sort yeah. of thing. So yeah, good stuff. Anything yeah, else? That was it. All right, let's uh, let's jump into let's something interesting. You get to go first. I do because uh, you opened. Um, so I, are you aware that the Writers Guild of America is currently on strike? On strike. Yeah, big time. <laughs> um, so I listened to... Although I haven't heard much about it since the initial, like, Yeah, I mean, they're still on strike. They're still doing it. Um, and they keep warning us, like, be ready for just reality well, like, television this fall. Yeah, but even that is... <laughs> even that is scripted mostly scripted i, I mean I not like word that. for word yeah, but yeah. like here's the outline of the situations we're gonna put these people in and yeah. a writer does that yes um and um so anyway the a podcast that i listened to called ologies she um obviously this isn't an ology but she often sometimes will do like she calls them field trips where she'll like go to something cool or do something and like interview people so she went to the strike line um, or the picket line. That's the word I was talking about. Um, and like interviewed a bunch of writers and she knows a lot of those people cause Allie Ward is kind of in that world. She's, um, you know, she's like a science journalist and entertainer and she's been on uh, several shows and done stuff like that. Um, and so it was really interesting though, to hear them talking about all the stuff and, um, all of the things that they're concerned about, like primarily, um, a lot of, cause, with streaming, there's been a lot of changes into a writer's ability to have residuals. Yeah. And um, they've kind of taken that away, um, which is 
how a writer makes it through like project, like the times between projects. Um, and so, um, like, or between paying of projects, right? Cause you can work as a writer, you can work on a project for like two years before you actually start getting paid for it. Um, depending on if it gets made or not. Um, and then the other thing, well, and then another thing is a lot of, of, uh, Companies, particularly streaming companies, but other companies as well, are starting to not have writers through the whole show process. So they'll have writers just at the beginning to like make the script, and then they won't have writers through the show making, um, except for maybe like one person. Uh, and so that's like a thing that they're trying to uh, change as well. Um, and then the last thing is AI, which has been the big one in the news, um, which totally makes sense. Uh, that that would be a big issue for uh, the Writers Guild of America. Um, but it also is an issue, I think, uh, it will become an issue for a lot of other creative um, organized groups as well. So what is what, what is their angle when it comes to AI? What are they trying to keep it out of it? Yeah, uh-huh. trying so to, like okay. not using AI, like, or I don't know what their like line is. They didn't talk about that. I think yeah. right now the line is like no AI at all. Um keep this keep a writing as a profession that humans do mm-hmm. um and then but the other thing is ai does like sample sometimes and like right. use and not, other things yeah. and then it's not credited obscurity not, of source on yeah, that yeah and you're not getting so like yeah those are those are actually my words that i wrote for the show that's had that ai has access to the script yeah but i'm not gonna get anything from that right yeah. um you know, and so it's kind of like those nuances as well of it. Um, but it was all just, it was just really interesting to listen to and like get a little bit different. Pers- well, I mean, obviously not a, not an industry, pers- like it's from the writer's So it was a pro labor perspective. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, and because I'll be honest, I, that interests me because I don't know too much about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. I know that they've gone on strike before. Um, and I do know that some, a lot of it has to do with, um, uh, residuals and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the streaming changes Mm -hmm. of that. I, I was not aware of the AI side of things, um, which is interesting. So, yeah, uh, I thought um, I feel like I've seen AI on all of the news things I've seen, but maybe not. Yeah. I've just haven't paid enough attention. I've been, I mean, you've been busy. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was really interesting to hear like that perspective. And then one thing that kind of stuck with me is that apparently the Writers Guild is often um, like in terms of like the entertainment creative in, like unions that there are, the Writers Guild is usually the first to like have issues and to end up striking. And then oftentimes the other ones will end up having those same issues um, because writers are they front, are front line, front line right yeah. and they're well and they're kind of like the beginning of the process right yeah um and so they often feel whatever changes are happening that are gonna end up impacting things negatively or or hurting like uh, as a union or as a workforce right um they often feel it first hmm. um and so yeah it was it was just a really interesting like i was like oh, i don't know and it's kind of long it's like an almost an hour and a half um, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this, but I was like kind of interested and I was like, oh, I guess I'm kind of interested to learn more about that. Yeah. Um, and I was totally fascinated the whole time. So, Interesting. I mean, I listened to it while I mowed my lawn and stuff, but. So yeah. mine, uh, will have a little play on that. Um, I'm going to change mine actually, uh, to, to kind of go this route. Cause I read this this morning. I found it very interesting. Um, 
Did you watch Squid Game? No. It was on Netflix. It was. A, I am familiar kind of with what it is, okay, but I did not uh, watch it. South Korean, I believe, uh, show uh, that kind of uh, turned into a, a major hit, became a, a huge deal. Um, and I do know that, that a lot of shows prefer reality shows because they can dodge having to pay actors' fees. Mm-hmm. These are, you know, you pay... Uh, a guy like Kagan to come on a Food Stars mm-hmm. in America, you give him ten thousand bucks or whatever it is, and yep. you're like, "Wow, that's a lot," you know. Yeah. And the actor's mm-hmm. like, "I'm going to need a lot more than that to yeah. come to uh-huh. your show." So, uh, no, no wonder that reality TV was a huge thing for a lot of producers. It's cheaper to, to run. Um, and then with Squid Game being such a hit, uh, Netflix decided to buy or pay to produce. Was it actually reality? Was it? I thought it was a scripted show. Oh, it's a scripted show. Oh, okay, like okay, a South Korean scripted show from, Got from that it. thing, but. Uh, Netflix, the BBK or UK version of Netflix, uh, opted to buy a Squid Game reality TV what? show-ish. Don't they kill each other? They in that do. Show? Obviously, they're not going to kill each other, <laughs> but it's going to be extreme feats where if you lose, you quote unquote die oh. and you're out. And it's uh, and they decided to film this. This sounds problematic. Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> Because uh, the actors uh, claimed they they the week that they decided to film it, it was mm-hmm. an, an extremely cold uh, in the in the UK where they decided to film it, uh-huh. and so these people were getting like um, hypothermia in oh all of these games. One of the games was like you had to be a statue out, so, like just not move, kind of uh-huh. like there's a red light green light game in, yeah. the, in the first episode of this uh, okay. Oscar game. And it was so it's a, it was a similar sort of thing. Mm-hmm. They called it statues or something like that, and inevitably then like medics had to be called multiple oh my times. Gosh. And it got so bad that all like the people begin to be like, "Hey, when we signed up for this, um, we didn't know it was going to be this harsh and this extreme." Which is kind of funny because you're like, "Did you not? Did see you Squid watch Game? the show? I mean, I haven't watched the show, but I also wouldn't sign <laughs> yeah, up to a little be bit a like I, if I'm a producer, I'm going, "Well, what did you think that you signed up for? <laughs> you know what I mean?" And like also, um. Well, like our family watches Survivor, and that is really harsh and hard uh-huh. on those yeah. people too. So, like, if you came looking for a cakewalk for a chance to win a million dollars, like, there's assumptions that you have. You're going to be on an island in Fiji, but you, listen, you're not going to have any food. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be really hard physically on your body. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be okay with that? Um, so, anyways, but but the fact that they did it for Squid Game uh, carries with it. Perhaps it was just like unknown or, or, you know, I don't know, but I don't I, either. a real life, uh, they, they decided to cancel it. So you'll never, the, the footage <laughs> from the show will never see the light of day. <laughs> um, but I thought it was very interesting that they tried to pull off a squid game reality TV show Fascinating. based on the hit and then do some of the similar games, but instead of dying, it'd be like, I don't know, just be, getting kicked BB off. pellets instead of real pellet. Real, I don't know. <laughs> um, if it, it, who knows if it would have worked and taken off? We'll never know. It'll never see the light of day. Yeah. But if you want to Google uh, Netflix, um, they they called it Squid Game reality version or something like that. It was if you type in Squid Game reality show, um, you'll you'll see some some funny stuff, some pictures and, and things on that. that. But, yeah. yeah, it's funny. Oh man, in this day and age, you can't do like you know. There was a time where you could try to do something like that and nobody would have known. Yeah. And no more. Yeah. <laughs> how many how many shows like that yeah. have been filmed? Something went awry. Yeah. The host all of a sudden got, you know, yeah. exposed for something. <laughs> and you're like, we'll just never see that show again. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like in this day and age, everyone knows. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. everybody talks about it. 100%. And so, but yeah. you know, like 20 years ago, nobody would have known. There's got to be some crazy ones out there, yeah. man. There's got to be some wild ones. <laughs> 
<laughs> so that's the first example. I don't know. Uh, uh, the yeah. other thing that I was going to mention is that there's a big fe- uh, music festival here at the Uptown cool, this cool. week. Um, something a little bit more local. And perhaps if you're looking for something to do this weekend, um, Saturday is Uptown Fest. I think it's Friday and Saturday. Maybe a little bit on Sunday, too. Um, but, uh, Caleb, a guy who just started working at the theater for us doing some maintenance stuff is the main uh, event producer for this thing. It's taking over the whole uptown. I think they're doing like four or five stages. Um, and if you're into live music, um, you know, come support live music Mm -hmm. in the area. It's going to be great. A lot of different styles. So if you're like, oh, that's not my style, I promise you there's going to be some that are your style at some Mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> tickets have been quote unquote sold out for a while but he keeps releasing new ones so I mean, they keep finding <laughs> new tickets under new doors and uh, uh, so my guess is that you'll be able to if you really wanted to come um, <laughs> then go to uptownfest.com uh, or type in uptown get down uh, on tr- on you know google or whatever mm-hmm. figure it out um, and uh, and get here uh, we're, uh, the uptown theater is the main stage yep. um, and so Afro Man is playing here wow. in Zones, which is a big deal that's kind um, of a big name it I is. mean not really anymore but like yeah no I mean yeah, yeah. it's big it's yeah. big so um, they, I can't remember the number of tickets that they sold, but a, a lot, a re, like honestly, a lot. And so that's really cool. I'm a, glad it's being so successful. It'll be a cool festival feel yeah. here. Here, and the goal is uh, kind of build it up annually, expand more stages, take over Jandam Plaza, do yeah. other things yeah, beyond yeah, yeah. that. So that'd be awesome. Um, yeah, there you go. Check cool. it out. It's this weekend. All right, that'll do it for this week's episode of Say Something Interesting. Uh, I'll be back talking this week for part two, kind of part three. Uh, of our, <laughs> our our series and uh, 9, 15, 10, 30 at the Uptown Theater or online at either of those times on eastlaketricities.com. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Bye.